The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at High Five Casino! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash covers your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized, soft and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. For the third year, Olay Body is a proud sponsor of iHeartRadio and P&G's Can't Cancel Pride and supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. So this pride glow with confidence, not just all month, but all year long. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What's avoiding starvation, my autonomous neighborhood collectives? Uh, this is It Could Happen Here, a podcast about things not being as good as they are and trying to make them better. Uh, I'm Robert Evans, my co-host today, as many days, Garrison Davis. Garrison, say hello to the people. Hi, people. Garrison, what are we, 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 what are we doing today? Nice yodeling. Thank you. Um, we are going to be having a discussion on um, food and uh, food preservation and finding food. You mean like putting it in the food. freezer? Well, what if the freezer's not working? The freezer is always working. This is America. Uh huh. Things like never break when down. When the here. power goes out for two weeks. Matt, aren't you from Texas? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of our guests for today. Uh, uh, my friends B and Elaine, um, who who you've heard earlier this week, and who are going to talk about food storage, and particularly again, our, our focus this week is like we keep getting a lot of people being like. I have no money or very little money or very little space. 
I'm not going to be able to grow things. How can I possibly, you know, gather food, store food, like build resiliency? I don't have any any kind of farmland. And the good news is, no matter where you live, things that are edible grow. And you yeah. can get those things, and you can find ways to make them last longer than they would if you just kept them in a sack. And that's a pretty cool thing to do. So I'm going to hand it over to be in Elaine. Hello. After that. Hey. I don't have much space. I don't have much money. Mm-hmm. Was kind of how I got into doing canning in the first place. For myself, I used to be very, very poor. I was on food stamps. I had no money. I was a broke punk. And one of my friends was like, oh, man, there's this farmer at the farmer's market. And if you help them clean up, they'll let you take away whatever leftover produce they have that they don't want. So you can just load up a bag with produce. All you got to do is help them load the truck at the end of the day. So that's what I did every single Wednesday for the next five years, no matter what, come hell or high water. But with that, that also became, there's, you start realizing that there's gluts and then lacks of things. Um, Much like, you know, Everything that's happening in society now, just in general, there was seasons when there was nothing but you were, it was easy to, at the end of a farmer's market day, walk home with a 50 pound flat of tomatoes and, you know, times of the year where it was nothing but cabbage and you might've wanted tomatoes a lot. And canning was great because it helped to equal out when I could get things without having to dive into the, you know. 60 bucks a month I got in food stamps and spend it at the farmer's market on that. Instead, I could use it to have a variety of vegetables or canned goods or other things in order to flavor my ramen. Yeah, I first came at this kind of from working on farms where similarly, there are gluts. There are times of year where you literally cannot eat melons fast enough. And everybody who works on farms talks about getting the melon shits because you're eating as many melons as you possibly can. And it turns out that doesn't always agree with you. Um, yeah. And uh, and then, you know, there's the time of year where, well, if you want to eat some month-old potatoes and some two-month-old squash and maybe some storage cabbage, great. And otherwise, there's no produce to be had. So preserving food is... Well, there's a lot of different ways to do it. And it seems really intense a lot of the time because people talk about like botulism. You're going to die of botulism if you have home canned food. And so first off, there's just to dispel a lot of myths about things. There's actually really, really, really low instances of botulism. Um, I'm not going to say it doesn't happen, but there's actually very few cases of botulism per year. And a lot of them are from industrial canned goods. Mm-hmm. Don't eat a can if it's bowing out in the sides or the top. Yep. Throw the can. Well, bury the can. Bury it in the woods far away. But then also beyond canning, there's a lot of different ways of food preservation. You know, you were joking about like, but don't toss it in the freezer. I don't know. I toss a lot of things in the freezer. It's certainly not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. I but... mean, we got all sorts of animals from the farm in the freezer right now mm. we got a lot of blueberries because a couple squirrels <laughs> yeah that was a random thing yeah. um just just some squirrels on the side mm-hmm. yeah side he, squirrels for squirrel fajitas uh-huh but yeah no, it's, they were the it's not that project. having a, a freezer is a bad idea it's just that the freezer depends on you know having power yeah. or at least having a backup power source 
Um, or a generator. Or a generator or, or, or. or. Um, and in the case that you don't have access to those things or can't afford to get a whole extra freezer and mm-hmm. that fills up a substantial part or of your very small apartment. Or can't afford to power the freezer. You or know? can't afford to power the freezer. Um, you know, we, we definitely saw this past winter with the power outages that were caused by, um, you know, inclement weather that it suddenly became very hard to acquire dry ice because dry ice will keep stuff cold for longer. But everybody who's gone camping and used dry ice in their cooler knows that. So as soon as there's an interruption in people's ability to refrigerate their food, the entire regional stock of dry ice is going to disappear. So what we're what we're looking at more in what we're talking about today is a little bit more like the things that you don't need to keep anywhere, but like a cabinet that maybe doesn't get boiling hot. Mm-hmm. And if it's sort of a room temperature cabinet, you can store a lot of stuff. I've personally found the backs of closets. Like think about all of the areas that you don't clean you're like, I just shove things back here and hope that they disappear because I don't actually care about them. Or like the backs of broom closets. Um, that actually for a long time was my place where I would store canned goods because you can just stack the pallets of jars, the flats of them. Because if you buy jars from this supermarket, um, buy Mart, canning stores, anywhere, Safeway has them. Yeah, Walmart has them. Yeah. You can, they're not expensive. You can just... They come in a little square flat. And so after I would fill them, I'd just put them all back in there. And then I could just stack those as a little tower and then, you know, hand them out as gifts for the rest of the year, which was also definitely something that you do when you have absolutely no money. And people are like, oh, we're having a New Year's Eve party. And you're like, I brought you jam. And they're like, oh, great. Blueberry. Lovely. But it's nice. as something to be you can give people. Beyond canning, because... Sometimes, like right now, it's incredibly hard to find the metal lids that go on canning jars, or in some cases, the jars. That's actually, I was recently looking for more jar lids and ended up buying flats of jars instead because, as four different stores told me, there's a supply chain disruption in getting jar lids. There's also a lot of ways that you can preserve stuff with drying. You can also do a lot with salt, vinegar, and sugar preserving as well so that you don't necessarily need uh, the resealable jars or like new lids for that. So there's a bunch of different methods, um, lacto-fermentation as well, like fermenting things. So what would you like to talk about first? What do well, we... Let's start with just like what is what is the actual process of canning beyond like just dumping stuff into a can and sealing it? Um. So there's canning by itself is sealing jars with heat so that was oh god really really came into its own around like world war ii Mm -hmm. was like industrial canning and the thing about it is there even within canning there's two different types there's low heat and high heat canning low heat is actually just boiling water temperature and high heat you actually need to go above the temperature of boiling water so you can pressure can um you need a pressure cooker they terrify me i don't pressure can because i haven't quite gotten over the images of when they explode and give people steam burns Mm -hmm. Uh, i know plenty of people who do pressure can and it's great for them you can pressure can at high heat anything you can toss raw fish or raw meat in oil in jars or in water in jars and you can pressure can it and it will cook and seal the jars and it is very safe 
low temperature canning is still relying on one of the other methods like salt, sugar, acid for the to keep down bacteria. So all it does, though, is it makes the same. So you can do this with or without canning. It just makes the jars keep a lot longer because it preserves them. So it's the process of you take a jar and then you either use a clean ring. If you're using those latching reusable jars with these nice rings on them that you can use over and over again. Really handy when there are supply chain disruptions to know that you can reuse yeah. your jar and ring. And we're talking about like the mason jars that you 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 would get in uh, bars that are too expensive five years ago. They would pour your terrible IPA in them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But you well, can use them for other things too. No, these are the, well, there's two. There's well, they're the, the bigger. Big, there's yeah. big jars that have a lid that is attached and it latches. Oh it yeah, with the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And so those have a, those have a rubber mm. gasket thing. Gas yeah. that you can. And as long as you keep those oiled and clean, you can reuse those for years. They do eventually wear out, but they use a long time. Yeah, the rubber the doesn't. The others last. is um, mason or ball canning jars, and those actually have a two-piece top. They have a metal ring that you just need to make sure it's not like horrifically dented or rusted yeah, through. It's reusable for a very long time. And then you have a lid, and the lid can only really they they are recommended to only use once. I've reused them like twice. Only but you used shouldn't. to can once. You can like once it's canned yeah. and you you can take stuff out, put it back on. You don't have to like replace the lid every time you get some preserves out. Yeah, but the tiny piece of rubber that is what seals it is very thin and so it's not very reusable for multiple can batches of food. And and true to form, you know, if you go looking around in, you know, rummage sales, vintage stores, whatever, you will probably find either very cheap or very overpriced some of those old hinged mm -hmm. jars. And tons of mason jars. And tons of mason jars. You will often need to replace either the lids or the rubber gaskets in order to make them safe to store food in. But in either case, whether you're using the little, the uh, mason or ball jars that you'll find in lots of stores or the big latching ones, um, the jars are the more expensive spot things. The lids and the r rubber rings are more inexpensive to replace. So if you can find them at Goodwill, if you can find them at um, Goodwill bins or other places, it's great. You should always grab them. Jars are never a bad idea. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. Goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Glow with your best skin. Be confident in your skin. Be brave in your skin. With Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash, cover your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence all pride. Olay Body is a proud sponsor and supporter of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride. Raising funds and support for the LGBTQ plus community. Olay Body wants you to feel empowered to live with confidence in your own skin. Not just all month, but all year long. 
And when you feel the best in your skin, you can do anything. So this pride, glow with confidence with the help of Olay Body. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride! You're probably careful with your personal information, but what about the other places that have it? Like the doctor's office that mixed up your files. They have your social security number. The power company that mistakenly cut your service has your payment info and last three addresses. And the hotel that lost your reservation has your passport info. Your information is in endless places out of your control. Any one of them could accidentally expose you to hackers and identity theft through lax security, breaches, or simple mistakes. But LifeLock monitors millions of data points every second and alerts you to a wide range of threats. If your identity is stolen, a U.S.-based restoration specialist will fix it, guaranteed, or your money back. With plans covering up to $3 million for stolen funds and expenses. Mistakes happen. Don't let not having protection be one of them. Save up to 40% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 40%. Terms apply. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. So canning, there's a million different ways to can. I do a lot of jams, jellies, pickles, and tomatoes, which are all things that are canned, that are preserved either with acid or sugar in either case. Um, Jams and jellies being sugar and pickles and stuff being acid. Yes. Those are my two favorites. They're very simple to learn, and then you can always expand recipes and everything else. Um, But with pickles and tomatoes and other things, having the pH be very acidic is what actually does the preservation of the food and keeps down funguses, molds, bacteria, and stuff. And with jams and jellies, the natural acidity of the fruit mixed with a lot of sugar is what keeps the fruits hmm. from going bad or anything. Yeah, and the great thing about canning fruit is that like when you when you're thinking about what is the greatest number of free calories available to to most people in a city, during the seasons where fruit grows, it's often going to be fruit. And like you, you'd be surprised, like where you could do, like Los Angeles, where I used to live, there was much of the year, like seven, eight months, you you could fill your arms with fruit if you knew where to go. And there's an app called Falling Fruit that you can use to find people mark like where different trees are. A lot of like you'll be surprised, even if you think like, well, there's no fruit in my area. Good, try Falling Fruit. You you may find that oh, actually, there's a shitload of fruit, and I just was not looking. Or as you often find, I didn't realize that was an edible plant. I assume those berries were were not 
food and and they can be and and that's a lot of like free it, it, you know when you especially when you're making preserves that's really calorically dense and and that also ties in with in the sort of survival utility aspect of this because like canning is fun and harvesting fruit is fun and having stuff you made mm-hmm. to yeah steal pomegranates friends. from rich people's houses do it sure absolutely i mean but part of part of the other thing to think about here is that like providing yourself with a reserve of different kinds of nutrition and mm-hmm. different like there's you get an assortment of stuff so you know you aren't having to constantly buy it because honestly the most expensive in terms of carbon output the most expensive in terms of of cost per calorie in grocery stores tends to come from the stuff that's you know been shipped up from mm-hmm. Argentina because it's not in season up here. Yeah, or that's whatever. why you're getting grapes in January, right? It's and not blueberries, you can great. actually watch them move all the way down the northern hemisphere mm-hmm. over the course of the growing season until they're like growing them down in Chile right before they start being able to grow them again. So yeah, so just thinking about like the things that are available when they are available, um, and you'll see this all the time, like the good forage spots. When they're available, there will be crowds of people all there, all collecting stuff um, and getting to know some of the things that you like and that grow near you and what time of year they come into season and maybe forming some relationships with people and being like, hey, I noticed you have a chestnut tree in your backyard. Can I come and harvest chestnuts? Hey, you have this kind of oak. Can I come and get acorns yeah. from you because I want to do a leaching yeah. project? Hey, I was grabbing apples and I noticed that you're harvesting all these acorns. I didn't know that you could do anything with acorns. What is What are you doing with all those acorns? Yeah. And one of the greatest things, too, is that a good fruit tree makes a lot of fruit. So much. So, you know, we have a little plum that's near our house. Just a little plum tree. And since this year we managed to get to it before the raccoon did, that likes to clamor over the roof. We got about 250 pounds of plums off of this small fruit tree. And it is not very big. It has a footprint of maybe about 10 feet in diameter of the widest part of the Mm -hmm. tree. But it drops quite a bit of fruit, especially if we get to it before it all drops on the ground and our cars and the driveway and the walkway. And the cat. And the cat. But (laughs) if we get to it, it's a lot. So honestly, I set aside about a 50-pound tub. That was like, okay, we're going to make some jam. We're going to dry some of these. We're going to do things with it. And the rest we were able to give to friends. We tossed some in the free fridges. We tossed some all, you know, we handed out because one good fruit tree makes a lot. So when you see fruit trees around town, when you walk under someone's cherry tree, it's okay to ask for fruit too, because I don't know anyone that uses every single piece of fruit off of any of their fruit trees. And, you know, one of the things that you will see is that, um, a lot of cities try to discourage people from planting fruit trees along roads precisely because when they come into fruit, they produce so much fruit that it causes a problem. Also, it's a good way to form relationships in your neighborhood. You say like, hey, we have a whole bunch of plums. We have a ton of whatever is dropping all over your front yard. And then your neighbors may be like, oh, those weirdos who were collecting fruit that one time, this tree in my backyard that's about to drop all this stuff, I'll let them know and maybe they'll come so I don't have to clean it up afterwards. 
Yeah, which is, again, like people, we talk a lot about the importance of building like community resiliency and community self-defense and folks ask like, well, how do I actually do that? Oh, well, that's maybe that's a start for you. Maybe the start is like you get to know what do they have? What do I have? And then you start talking about like, well, I'm going to can some stuff. Do you want to learn how to can? You're like, oh, well, I was going to dry these. Do you want to learn it? Like, or do you want to borrow my dehydrator? And then you're making connections that are very practical and also social in your area. Also, one plug, we've talked a little bit about the process of canning. Dehydrators are great and are pretty affordable. As, They're not expensive. Yeah. Like, I think, you know, for 60 to 80 bucks, you can usually get a decent dehydrator. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have one, but you have an oven, yeah. if you put things on a baking rack. Very low heat. Yeah. You can just put it. I would just turn my oven on to warm and you can lay out things in your oven. I have a nicer oven now that won't let me do this. But when I used to live in like my first junkie apartment, I would literally just stick a metal spoon, like a one of my big cooking spoons in the door of the oven so that it would open. And that would just vent all of the steam of whatever I was drying in the oven. So, you- and, and meanwhile, if you live in, say, a really dry climate or a climate where you have a really dry stretch of time yeah. when fruit is in season and you have window screens... And an area where you can make sure there's a steady breeze flowing across your your fruit, cut it thin, lay it out in the sun. And that's why there's so much sun-dried X, Y, and Z that's really expensive when you go to Trader yeah. Joe's or whatever. And it's, you know, it's not just a matter. We shouldn't just say that, like, this is, you have to forage for all this stuff. Like, it can be a matter of, like, well, during these months, beef is is much cheaper. It's half yeah. as much as it will be later. I'm going to buy beef when it's cheap and I'm going to make jerky now and then I will have protein when I can't afford to purchase protein or as much protein later in the air. Speaking of jerky, I mean, like one of the just in in the vein of, you know, building your own dehydrate or something. One other thing that uh, that that I've done is you can just get a, you know, a decent box fan and some furnace filters and strap them all together, mm-hmm. and that can very successfully dry out jerky. Yeah. Um, so de- dehydrators, there's a lot of different ways to yeah. kind of rig it is, your own. It is literally just kind of warm, yeah. like 130 dry degrees or less yeah. in some cases, and air that is moving. And it's it's like everything we've been talking about. There's the you can buy very expensive dehydrators mm-hmm. if you wanna if you wanna get a primo jerky making thing <laughs> together. You can. You can make that a real expensive thing, or you can do it for like trash, like with with discarded crap that you find around in people's like take piles. And I think also the other thing to think about, we were talking about it's not all foraging, is to think about, we've been talking about supply chain disruptions, but also one of the things in our current circumstances is the weird gluts and Mm -hmm. excesses and surpluses that are produced by our supply chains. And... Again, one of the big ways that I learned about food preservation was Food Not Bombs. And food preservation and also just food preparation Mm -hmm. was Food Not Bombs way back in the day. I feel like you need a special sound every time on specifically, it could happen here. Someone mentions Food Not Bombs at this point. That was my my entry back when I was just kind of a liberally journalist guy to like anarchist praxis was like every protest I go to, there's these like, Crusty punks handing out sandwiches. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and they have neat yeah. stickers. Yeah. I wonder what's going on here. And well, and one of the important things about Food Not Bombs is that Food Not Bombs has sort of two different ways that you obtain food for Food Not Bombs. One is you form relationships with grocery pe- stores, with grocery farmers. Stores, yeah. 
people who are going to have a lot of food, a lot of supply coming in, and there's stuff they're not going to be able to use. Or sell. Either or... because it's ugly or, you know, it's carrots that look like dicks and they don't feel comfortable putting the carrots that look like dicks on the shelf. Yeah, because it's it just too hot. The time. It's just too hot. <laughs> or, yeah, so you, you have your relationships with, like, local businesses and local suppliers who aren't going to be able to sell or use some of their stuff. And day they're like, old bread. <laughs> right, day old bread. We are a bakery and we pride ourselves on fresh bread, so we're going to give our day olds and it makes us feel good as liberals to give it to food, not bombs. And then on the flip side, there's the the fact that the supply chain is designed to produce these excesses, but then if it can't make money off of them, dispose of them. And that's where you end up with, you know, cops guarding, cops uh, guarding dumpsters, dumpsters for example. Yeah. Don't dumpster from the cops that the cop guarded dumpsters. Those there are the wrong the dumpsters. dumpsters. There's, there's other dumpsters. <laughs> yeah. Go to other dumpsters. I know I it's infuriating. That... It's very frustrating. I get the desire to yell at the cop, but there will you can find dumpsters that are not also, guarded. Also, you if you own a nice, store yeah. or a restaurant, you're legally protected to let people go through your dumpster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not to not it's to not like, on you. Yeah, yeah. The, during the Clinton administration, there is legislation that was passed that straight up said, like at a federal level. If you present, I think the wording is uh, seemingly wholesome and healthful food to people for free, even if it has passed its expiration date, that you are legally protected because it's dumb to throw out food just because the thing that's stamped on the package has expired. Now, that does mean if you pick up some meat that's expired and the package is puffy, don't eat that. Yeah. <laughs> and it also there are also local ordinances and local laws that do restrict that more because there are places where people get arrested for handing out food to like, you know, homeless people and whatnot. But, you know, check your local laws before doing anything as radical and violent as giving out as, food. As giving out free food to poor people. Yeah. yeah. The following is a high five moment from high five casino.com. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Glow with your best skin. Be confident in your skin. Be brave in your skin. With Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash, cover your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence all pride. Olay Body is a proud sponsor and supporter of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride. Raising funds and support for the LGBTQ plus community. Olay Body wants you to feel empowered to live with confidence in your own skin. Not just all month, but all year long. And when you feel the best in your skin, you can do anything. So this pride, glow with confidence with the help of Olay Body. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride! This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. are these gluts um, and there are these points where the supply chain is going to dump huge amounts of stuff into the system. For example, right now we just talked about how canning supplies are kind of in short supply right now, which is weird. I guarantee you that that means in a couple of months, there's going to be tons of canning supplies everywhere. Or, you know, when there were power outages in Portland, then there was a bunch of stuff, even stuff that doesn't need to be refrigerated was getting thrown out if it was stored in the refrigerated section. Yeah. Um, Because stores have their specific protocols about like, oh, well, if this is left, if this freezer is unplugged, we have to throw out everything in the freezer. Never mind that a bunch of stuff in the freezer straight up says right there on it does not require refrigeration. Or only refrigerate after opening. Or refrigerate after opening. So think about like where are your local systems going to produce these huge gluts or Maybe it's super cheap at certain times of year. You know, you maybe corn goes down to like 15 cents an ear or five cents an ear. At the end of at, at the, the end, end of, of the, at the end of August. Right. So maybe you can get a whole ton of corn and then you can dry it. At like or, you know, you when have I, options. When I was a kid, we lived in California and we were not doing a ton of canning. I did not grow up canning. I didn't grow up preserving food. I didn't in that type of way. But one thing that my mom would do is when our little Meyer lemon tree was covered in lemons, she would just juice a whole pile of them and then pour it into ice cube trays and then empty the ice cube trays into gallon bags. And then we had lemon, you know, we would make lemonade all year round. And her Mm -hmm. recipe literally called for three lemon cubes to how much sugar and stuff that she had it measured out. And so she would just pop those in and that would just live in the refrigerator all year round was just constant lemonade. One other plug in terms of preserving stuff that I want to talk a little bit about, but with the disclaimer that I am by no means an expert. Um, One of the other things that, you know, 
the punks of yesteryear with their food not bombs houses got really excited about was things like kraut and kombucha um and there are some really great resources out there specifically um wild fermentation and the art of fermentation which are both by a guy named sandra katz on how to ferment food without you you know it you're using naturally occurring bacteria and fermentation as a means of preservation is possibly the oldest means of deliberate food storage that human beings have and you can do it with a wide variety of things and so again if you're faced with one of those gluts where you have a ton of stuff and know where you can store it in your refrigerated storage areas there's probably a way you can jam it you can dry it you can ferment it you can you know make vinegar out yeah. of it and you can find guides for all of this for free online like all of this is accessible if you have a phone there are people and people putting up videos on youtube where you can watch them do it too to make it you do not have to purchase books in order to learn there's also a lot of ways you know you can make cold storages in your backyard you can definitely like i have a lot of guides on how to make your own root cellars in very small spaces and do things because as long as you're not having your food produce the thing that makes it that makes your food go bad. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of different ways that you can prevent food spoilage, but that you can learn from. But honestly, crowd and canning are probably some of the quickest and yeah. easiest. And <clears throat> as a general rule, um, you know, it, similarly, if you don't have access to building a garden, you probably also don't have access to like digging a root cellar. Yeah. That being said, <laughs> if you have a room or a space in your house where you can reliably keep it cool and dark, like below, mm -hmm. I don't know, 70 degrees. Closets. And dark. Yeah, like closets. There's probably a spot in your basement if you live in a house where you have a basement. Or if you live in a basement because you're if you live in, in a basement. legal renting situation. Right. Yeah. Um, it's pretty easy. And for that matter, when we talk about like root cellars, there are totally some DIY schematics for literally digging a like, three foot cube hole in your yard and sinking in something to line it. And then that's where you store stuff because if you dig down a few feet below ground, it stays 50 degrees year round. Yeah. So, and I, I get like when you hear again, we keep coming back to this. Like I think a lot of people get uh, overwhelmed or get very anxious when they think about trying to build resiliency because they live in a tiny apartment. They don't have much in the way of money. The important, one of the most important things to understand is that like a lot of people, no matter how poor you are, poorer than you, have have been doing this kind of stuff yeah. for generations. Like it's why most of our grandparents survived the 30s. Yeah. yeah. And I think one thing that people have a misinterpretation of with canning and stuff is that they are going to put stuff up and they're going to like put up their cans in their jars and then they will eventually build this, you know, I have food for 12 years buried here. It's, nothing has that great of a shelf life i mean yeah. i've definitely uh pulled out some jam that was from 2014 i definitely didn't do that this year that i had forgotten in the back of a cupboard and eaten it and it it's fine. fine it's fine but usually you couple three years yeah couple but the idea of canning and preserving was not that you are saving food in case the sky falls in and everyone is doomed the reason that people preserve food was to extend the bounty of a harvest season for a few additional weeks or months. Right. And if you think about it that way, you're extending what you have to times when it would be more enjoyable to eat it when it feels special. No, I mean, it's like jam. A big part of the reason for jam is there's 
really important nutrients in fruit that maybe you can't get in the dead of winter, but you can if you have jam. Just to be a farm nerd for a minute, because Robert, I know that you are a huge fan of pumpkin spice. Oh, the reason that I just had my first cup of the season today. It's amazing. Monster. The, the reason that pumpkins and cinnamon and apples Clove. and baking goods, baked goods with raisins in them are all like a big deal and are all like apples are a fruit that if you put apples in, say, a barrel, there's the saying about one bad apple. Because if you make sure that an apple isn't rotting and you put it in a cool, dark space with decent ventilation, apples will keep for a very long time. Squash are a big deal. Pumpkins are a big deal around this time of year because buttercup squash, for example, and butternut squash are both storage squash. They taste better if they have been sitting in a dark storage area for like two months. Mm -hmm then they have metabolized more of their starches into sugars and they're tastier. A lot of a lot of like squash, root vegetables, all of that sort of stuff that you associate with, you know, fall harvest season is specifically storage crops because I'm originally from New England. That's the time of year where you stop being able to get food out of the ground and everything freezes and dies and then it doesn't start up again until April. And you need a way to like keep eating in the meantime. And also, though, let's just remember that a lot of preserved foods are also neat, not just because they are a substitute or because they're extending the harvest, but because in order to preserve the food and keep the nutrients, you have to go through a process. You want to have the salt be too high or the acidity be too high or the sugar content be too high or the water content be too low to enable bacterial growth and so that the fruits and vegetables and meats or whatever don't rot. But that means that you get so many awesome and different flavors that you would never, you know, grapes, grapes are great, whatever. Grapes preserved in wine vinegar, that sounds really cool. You can do that. And then you have a completely different thing that you normally don't eat. You know, dried, uh, dried figs, apple chips, like you also get a whole new variety of foods that are not just extending and harvest, but are also other things to eat. You know, my kids are not going to toss a whole pile of fresh fruit in their backpack sometimes because it squishes at the bottom of their backpacks. And I find it weeks later and it's absolutely terrifying. Unfortunate, yeah. On the other hand, a bunch of, you know, dried, uh, dried prunes, plums and stuff from the garden that dried out, they'll take baggies of those. And if I find them a month later because they didn't eat them, it isn't the end of the world either. <laughs> And and again, like there's a lot of fun stuff like, you know, yeah, grapes by themselves are are fine. You can also turn grapes into stuff that will help you preserve other stuff and raisins in baked goods. If you've ever had a loaf of raisin bread and a loaf of white bread in the same bread box, the white bread will mold first. Raisins are actually a preservative. It's why people started putting raisins in bread. Yeah, and I, I think we should we should close out, but I, I kind of wanted to do that by circling back to the overall topic of this week, which is like building resiliency when you don't have much in the way of money or resources. And one of the things that you may not think of as building resiliency is exactly what you were talking about, B, and, and, and you, Elaine, paying attention to what is available what time of the year, what is cheap what time of the year, what is like when do the gluts happen and when do the, the shortages happen. Because that doesn't actually cost any money. You don't even have to buy things. Like you're already, you're all, always going to be going out to the store to get food occasionally. 
it's 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 keeping an eye on understanding what is available growing naturally and what is available in the economy because that connects you more to the environment you live in to the climate as it changes um and to your community all of which make you more resilient and none of which costs you a dime it just costs you attention also just to plug for you know people who have access to the ecosystems where this is relevant uh things like shellfish licenses are mm-hmm. great i'm not going to tell anyone that they should you know seek out uh sport fishing as a means of obtaining calories on the other hand in oregon at least for i think it's five five bucks nine bucks oh it's up to ten bucks now but still for ten bucks get a shellfish license you go down to a cove and you rake cockles for an hour and then you have you know an enormous amount of food that you can do all of the preservation that we've talked about you can also just make chowder and freeze it you know whatever but there's a lot of ways to to cheaply obtain calories from out in the world. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Um, until next time, remember, experiment on your friends with different medical care treatments. Nope. Don't do that. Although, on the other hand, look up the, if you are in the Pacific Northwest, there is the Portland Fruit Tree Project up here, which goes around and connects gleaners with fruit trees that need to be gleaned. Um, so people who have overabundant trees that they don't want all the stuff. That's a really great resource in other cities. I'm sure there's other things. And also the falling fruit maps. Yeah, the falling fruit maps. You can go online. And if there's not already one in your area, they also make it really easy to be able to chart and put in trees in your area. So if it's something that you're excited about and you love identifying trees, you can go in and actually start charting your neighborhood. Also, figure out how to identify, you know, five wild plants that grow in your area that you can eat because it's always nice to have more variety and it's fun to be out on a walk and be like oh cool now i have a thing that i can toss in with dinner when i get back yeah and we've talked about how there's like the poor version and the cheap version there's also like the centrist version and the radical version of that the centrist version is i just want to know like what kind of edible fruits grow naturally in my area the more radical version is I'm going to start gorilla grows of edible foods on like available seed land balls. in my area. Yeah, I'm going to seed ball some shit. It's, I'm going to like very I'm going to get insurgent with my yeah, yeah to prepare food. Yeah, R- things that grow rhizomally mm-hmm. take root real easy in the ecosystems mm-hmm. they like and are real hard to get rid of once they get yeah. going. Plant not crime s- gardens. <laughs> I'm not going to say people should tear out the random trees that cities plant and then replace no, them no with apples. No, no one would say that. Of course not. I'm but, just saying that if you were but to it's replace possible to do. trees that <laughs> yeah. didn't make food with trees that did make food in the same spot, probably mm-hmm. nobody would notice except the people who got food And, and there would be more free calories in your area if, yeah. you know, the kind of things that have been happening the last several years continue to happen. All right. That's the episode. That's the episode. Bye. <laughs> High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at High5Casino.com. High Five Casino. 
I'm going out with the girls this weekend. Nails done, outfit stunner, and my skin. I know it's going to be glowing because I glammed up my shower routine with new Olay Indulgent Moisture Body Wash. It smells so luxurious and deeply moisturizes with its super rich, creamy lather that's bursting with vitamin B3 complex. So my skin glows and my confidence grows. Try new Olay Indulgent Moisture Body Wash for glowing skin in just 14 days. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now.